Hey friends, this is episode three of Faith Fitness Joy, how to lose weight and feel better in three weeks without dieting. I'm sharing with you today exactly how to do that. So come join me in this episode to find out what you can do to lose weight and feel better without dieting. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, today I am sharing with you how you can lose weight and feel better in three weeks without dieting. It comes down to these three things, properly fueling the body, exercise, and positive self-talk. If you're like me, many of you may struggle, not just with weight loss or trying to achieve that ideal physique you dream of, but also lack of energy and maybe not feeling the way you want to, struggling with depression or just feeling disconnected to yourself. You may have tried every supplement, diet pill, exercise program, or diet out there and still haven't seen real or lasting progress. After a lifetime of doing this myself, I have learned what it actually is effective to lose weight and feel better. Since I was about 14 years old, I had been on the diet and exercise roller coaster. I have tried just about everything that you can name. The first one was low fat, which was the trendy diet when I was a teenager. Y'all, I was only eating like seven grams of fat every day, and I was doing like 45 to 90 minutes of exercise every day. As a 14-year-old, I was able to drop 40 pounds in four months, but I regained all that weight within a year when I went off the low-fat diet. In my mind, once you lost the weight, it just magically stayed off, right? Wrong. I had no clue about maintaining weight loss. Fast forward to my 20s. I'm overweight and I want to change it. So at that time, low carb was all the rage. The Atkins diet, the South Beach diet. Those were like the big things at the time. Um, I did this for four years. Four years, you guys. I was eating a low carb diet. I was lifting weights and doing cardio for 90 minutes every morning. It took me that long. Again, four years of doing all of that to lose about 50 pounds. I was the smallest that I had ever been, but I was miserable and I still didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Eventually, I started looking for a different way to eat that wasn't so extreme. I was going to lose my mind if I had to eat another chicken breast or salad or low carb anything at that point. So I kept working out, but I had added fruits and complex carbohydrates back into my diet. That's it. That's all I did. The only change I had made was what I was eating, which again was incorporating these these things in. 
I was still exercising and following good nutrition overall. You know what happened? I gained 35 pounds in three months. How did that happen? Well, I didn't know it at the time, but I had completely destroyed my metabolism and my body's ability to process carbohydrates from such extreme diet and exercise for such a prolonged period of time. (sighs) The cycle continued over the years. My weight would go up and I'd find a way to get back down. And after I had my first child, I got back to pre-baby weight following a 1,000 calorie a day diet and exercising for an hour three times a week. After I had my second child... I tried that same approach that had been so effective the first time, but it didn't work the second time. By the time I'd had my third child and started trying to lose the weight again, I was running out of, quote, fad diets to try. That didn't stop me, though. I still bought and tried any and every supplement I could find promising miraculous weight loss. I signed up for numerous programs, bought countless fitness video programs, While I made very little progress with each, it wasn't lasting because they all had something in common. They were not sustainable in the long run. We are so conditioned in our culture by the weight loss and fitness industry to believe that if you aren't dropping weight, it's because you aren't disciplined enough or that you have to go to these ridiculous extremes to get the results that you want. Does living on 1,200 calories a day And doing intense exercise five to six days a week for at least 60 minutes sounds sustainable long-term to you? Is it any wonder when you do these things that you have almost no energy and you feel almost worse than when you started? The truth is most of this is garbage or outright lies that we are told so that we buy the pill, the program, the book, the membership, or all of the above. I have spent more money than I care to add up on all of these so-called health and fitness programs. I have fallen into the same trap over and over and over, over the course of about 30 years of my life. Eventually, I did find several different programs that did help me and taught me a different way and helped me to shift my mindset. And today I'm going to share with you what I've learned and applied from these programs, as well as my lifelong experience of being on this diet and fitness roller coaster, as I call it. Okay, so let's get into how can you actually lose weight and feel better in three weeks? First, why three weeks? Well, research shows that it takes about 21 days or three weeks to form new habits or break old habits. Second, I want you to let go of what you've been told or think about how losing weight works. You do not have to torture yourself or live on lettuce for the rest of your life to look and feel your best. Matter of fact, if you did those things, you'd probably feel worse. Third, shift your focus from getting to a certain number on the scale to changing how your body looks and improving your health. Fourth, accept that this is a lifelong process and there are no quick fixes. It takes time not only to make behavioral changes, but also to make those physical changes that you want to see in your body. There is so much more to your physique than your actual weight. In fact, you can be the same weight 12 months apart and yet look completely different based on what you're doing. Examples of other important measures of progress when you're working to lose weight or change your physique is the body fat percentage, measurements, so that's like using a tape measure, measuring your hips, your waist, your shoulders, your arms, things like that, how your clothes fit, and pictures. Pictures is probably like one of the best 
there is um, aside from you know some of the more obvious ones it it will really um, blow your mind if you keep track of your progress with your pictures over time okay so those are the things I want you to keep in mind as you move forward with this now let's get into how you can lose weight and feel better without starving yourself or without doing extreme dieting first is it's all about properly fueling your body when you when strictly talking about physique body composition, losing unwanted body fat, the biggest thing is that you are putting, is what you are putting in your body. Now, there are some exceptions like thyroid issues, etc. But generally speaking, the old adage, you are what you eat is true. This is the first on the list because it is absolutely the biggest component. You can exercise all the live long day, but if you are eating crap or essentially starving yourself, not only will it be nearly impossible for you to lose weight, but you will feel terrible and exhausted. There are a few key components to this. First, eat to nourish your body. This is about the type of food that you eat. If you are eating as follows, you will not need to track your food or calorie count all day long. Your quote diet should be comprised of the following things. Lean proteins, chicken and turkey breast, egg whites, fish, lean pork cuts, lean beef cuts. This can also include protein powders, vegan protein sources. Um, A good general rule is that you're having a protein source with every meal. Next, healthy fats. This can include dairy like Greek yogurt, low-fat milk, cheese, even butter. This also includes nuts, nut butters, olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado. Be mindful of the amount you're using. This is one category where you want to be you want to be at least you know following the measurements or or keeping track of what you're including in your meal that you're preparing because it can add up quickly. But um, other than that, it's really it, it is still something that's very important for your body to have. So you want to make sure that this is a component of your of what you're eating daily. Carbohydrates. Two types of carbohydrates, simple and complex. If I had to boil it down, the main difference is complex carbs have higher fiber and they have a lower glycemic index than simple carbs. In other words, they don't spike your sugar, blood sugar as quickly. Aim to eat primarily complex carbs over simple. Um, And the rule of thumb I kind of like to follow is three grams of fiber a serving is generally kind of a good rule of thumb or more, three grams or more. Fruits and vegetables, other than a couple exceptions, I don't even worry about how much I eat in terms of fruits and vegetables. I don't think it's really possible to overeat them. Raw is better than cooked. Aim for at least a couple servings a day of raw vegetables. Um, Aim to include them in every meal and snack if you can. Another great tip when you're hungry is um, going for the veggies first. And if you suddenly don't have an interest in eating then you're probably not really hungry it's probably more boredom or thirst that's that you're feeling uh last is water one of the hardest changes that i made was water i loved my diet soda i loved my iced tea uh, and it's not that you can't drink them at all but the general rule is to get in at least eight eight ounces eight ounce glasses of water a day but i really like to aim above that and i've even heard um that you should be drinking like your body weight in ounces of water a day so i would start with aiming for that like half gallon which is the 64 ounces and work your way up from there um the the real behavior modification if you will that you want to make here is that you're drinking water before anything else for the most part water is your primary beverage 
if you're doing this. It really helps in, in numerous ways. And I'd encourage you to look up like the benefits of drinking water because there's many. Fueling yourself throughout the day. So you're going to be eating your three meals each day. And you want to, again, you want to make sure you got a protein source in every meal. Um, and a balanced meal should include, you know, the healthy protein, the healthy fat, the carbohydrate, fruits and vegetables. You also want to aim for one to two snacks each day. But you want to be careful to base this on your hunger levels. So letting your body tell you when it's hungry. Um, this should be spaced between about two and a half to three hours between each meal. And they should also be comprised of uh, similar components of your meals. Um, so you want to, again, the include protein in every, even in your snacks, uh, as much as you can. So the other component is tuning into your body's hunger and satiation signals. So if you're following the guidelines and you're eating according to the food groups and the types of foods within those groups that I laid out, then you're going to start to get more in tune with your body's hunger and satiation signals. What it's, it's going to feel different after you eat. Um, eating a plate of say roasted chicken breast with a little bit with a serving of pasta and some vegetables, for example, is going to feel very different than if you go to a restaurant and you eat the whole portion that they give you of like a chicken Alfredo order, right? Like you're going to leave feeling, at least when I do, you're going to just feel so overly full, stuffed, and maybe you're tired. You might have some indigestion going on. So it's a very different feeling when you're eating the right types of things in the right amounts. Um, and part of that is really tuning into your body's cues, uh, which this approach really helps you with. Um, exercise. It's, I don't know how you can talk about weight loss or health without exercise because there's, there's just so many benefits to it. And it's such a critical component of all of that. Um, we often associate exercise with weight loss or getting a certain physique, but there's so many other benefits to it. One thing, it will absolutely make you feel better. It gives you a natural boost. It's good for your body. In fact, there have been studies that show not exercising is worse for you than smoking. When I read that, I was just like gobsmacked. I could not believe. But I mean, it makes sense at the same time. You're you're meant to move. The body is meant to be, is, is meant to move. There's, again, just there's too many um, benefits to it to not be the case. It can increase your energy levels. It can help your sleep. It can reduce... Uh, risk of chronic diseases, and it can also help alleviate certain chronic disease symptoms like arthritis, for example. And the list just goes on. On the flip side, you can take it too far and damage your metabolism in the process by going too extreme with this. So and I, I'm totally guilty of doing this myself. I had gotten myself like addicted to super intense exercise regimes for so long. Um, I was stuck in this mindset for years that if I wasn't like dripping in sweat and completely out of breath, then I was slacking. And um, this is not what you want to do. You do not want to find exercise. You you want to you don't want exercise to become like some sort of punishment for yourself um, or get into this these extremes where it's like, and you know, oh, I, I was doing 60 minutes, I got to push it to 90. And then what? What are you going to work out all day? Like, it's there's there's a fine line there. Um, so it's great to be enthusiastic about it and, and enjoy it. But you also, there's, there's some limit there too. It can get to where it starts to actually have a opposite effect that you want um, if you're not careful. So 
you want to find exercise that challenges the body, but you don't want it to be in a prolonged state of a high heart rate. Um, There's a ton of research behind how that can wreak absolute havoc on your hormones and counter your efforts completely. Again, I'm guilty of being addicted to cardio and, and just like spending 45 minutes to an hour at times doing cardio, thinking that, you know, it was going to be the way to burn everything off. When in fact, I was actually making it way harder for my body. So again, this is about lifestyle change, health and feeling better. It's not about beating yourself up through exercise or diet, quote, starvation, you know, or whatever these extremes that we put ourselves through. So you want to find an exercise program or approach or a class that you enjoy that you can do consistently and regularly. It should be like bathing and brushing your teeth. It's just part of caring for your body and therefore it's a part of your daily routine. I highly recommend weightlifting or strength training. I just, I don't, I think it's non-negotiable personally, but the, again, we're, we're building habits, so work yourself to up to things, but um, weightlifting and strength training are imp- just essential for improving your physique and they do so much for you in terms of mobility. It, it's like really like a fountain of youth. It can really help you as you age. Um, and the higher the amount of muscle mass that you have will help increase your base metabolism. So you'll be able to burn more calories throughout the day. So there's that third positive self-talk on the list. Last on the list positive self-talk. Everything I've laid out here is all about loving yourself. I include this because I know a lot of what is behind us, ladies in particular, seeking weight loss, quote unquote, or in some cases, you might want to increase your weight or change your physique. I know there's also women that, um, you know, they, they don't like being too thin and they want to be able to add, you know, shape to their body. Um, so, so that's fine, but we we all time we kind of also are led to this whole thing um, from what's going on in our head or how we feel about ourselves, and and a lot of times it's a negative thing. Um, it's often accompanied by negative self image or not being happy with the way that we look on some level. Um, I mean, heck, this turned out to be the root of my whole health journey in the long run, but it, I didn't know that at the start of it. Um, And our culture is so emphatic on what we look like. We're bombarded with it from birth. You know, we we have these images and the magazines, movies, etc. of what, you know, perfection and beauty look like. And then we go back to our own mirror and it's like, well, I don't look like her. So if you're like me, you know, sometimes you might say horrible things to yourself. And I used to just fall apart in tears sometimes getting dressed in the mornings because I just... I was so unhappy with how I looked. Eventually, I learned the impact of that on the deeper levels of my being. I learned to reverse it and how to speak life to myself. So I, my advice, write down three things that you want to see differently about you. For example, maybe you don't like your hips, you're critical of your skin, and you don't assert yourself as much as you'd like to. So transform those into positive affirmations and say them to yourself every time you look in the mirror and randomly throughout the day. Here are some examples. Instead of, oh, I hate the way my hips look in these pants, you say, I love the unique curves of my hips. Instead of, my skin looks so dry, say, I love my healthy skin. Instead of, I'm so pathetic, why didn't I say something when that person cut in front of me at the store, say, I am confident and assertive. 
I know it sounds silly and you might feel like you're like, like you're lying to yourself. I have done this to myself and thought it sounded ridiculous and I felt like I was lying to myself. And when I first started, I was like, how on earth is this going to make any difference? Um, so I was quite resistant to it at first. However, when I had gotten to the point that I was done feeling crap about myself, I was willing to try anything. And I did this for about a year. Um, the shift that it created in me happened a lot sooner than that. Um, so I'm, it, it's, it doesn't take a year for it to actually start to, to have a shift for you. Um, it can happen a lot quicker than that. I'm, but I'm telling you, you start speaking life to yourself consistently and shut down that inner mean girl that's always picking herself apart. And you start building yourself up the way that you would, I don't know, maybe your daughter, your best friend, your sister, you'll be amazed. Um, you will absolutely receive results in how you look and feel just from what I shared from these, from the food and the exercise. But including this element of positive self-talk is truly life-changing. Um, I, I know for me, it was just something that never even occurred to me. It was just something I did. And I never once thought about the impact that it might have been having on me. And then, like I said, I've done a couple different programs over the years, and one of them had this component around affirmations and, and talking to yourself differently. And that was that was an absolute game changer for me. Uh, so that's why I think it's just, it's got to be a component of this. Because as you're making these changes with your food, with your exercise, if you're still beating yourself up in your head or you're talking negatively to yourself all day long every day it is not going to matter what you accomplish physically or how well you do with with eat, fueling your body um because until you shut that voice down it's it's just you're kind of working against yourself so those are the three components um and I think you need to have all three of them together. And I think you need to give yourself a good 21 days to really see how this can work for you. So that's it, friends. That is how you can lose weight and feel better in three weeks. This is a kickstart to transforming your body, improving your health, and learning how to love yourself. Give yourself three weeks and just see how you start to feel and how your body starts to change. Keep going with it and you will be amazed at how much better you feel and how your body changes. Again, this is helping you lay a foundation. This is something you can keep building upon over time and adding new, you know, swapping out another habit for a better habit over. Just keep doing it in like an iterative process. So I would love for you to give this a try and hear about your results please share with us in the comments. Also, if you found this helpful and want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also follow Faith, Fitness, Joy on Facebook or Instagram and check out the website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith, Fitness, Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. 
This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.